This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. It's impossible. This is why we see Jesus, one of the reasons, of course, he was the Son of God, but one of the reasons in his humanity part that that always he was exactly where he needed to be, when he needed to be, doing what he needed to be, uh, what he needed to do, all of those things, not only because he was the Son of God, but what? He kept himself in the love of God. He always walked in love. Thank you for your enthusiasm. My obedience to God, now get this, reveals the degree of my submission to His authority. If you love me, Jesus said, you will what? Now, we've got to get that in the right order. Love, if you, you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, you're going to automatically, what, as you walk in love, you're going to fulfill the commandments because God's love. It's not a matter of, oh, i got to remember every commandment and list them all out and get all legalistic about it. No, I just walk in love. I walk in love. I let the love of God rule me. I let the love, I come on, I'm submitting. See, we're submitting under the authority of God, but what? God is love. So I, I'm submitting to the authority of love. Wow, that shouldn't be that hard. If somebody loves you, I mean, is it hard to submit? See, this is the reason husband and wives have problems. Yeah, you didn't see me segueing over there, did you? <laughs> All authority comes from, there's authority in the home, isn't there? Sure there is. But see, when we walk in love toward one another, it's you don't even realize, without even realizing it, you're in the proper uh, uh submission of authority one to another and under God and you don't you don't think about it it's not harsh or anything why because it's in the context of love I can submit to love I can't submit to legalism and abuse and come on (laughs) thank you for your enthusiasm turn over to Isaiah 14 here's here's the ultimate Lucifer, we know as Satan, is the ultimate rebellion. He was the originator of rebellion. The Bible says that he was made perfect until the day that iniquity was found in him. What was that iniquity? He refused to submit to love. Nobody going to tell me what to do. Come on. I've had, I've had people tell me that. You know, I said, well, one day somebody's going to tell you what to do. <laughs> and you ain't going to be able to do nothing about it. Now, you can be a hard head now and pay the price then, or you can, you know. But, you know, how hard is it to submit to somebody who loves you, who wants only the best for you, who gave his life for you? 
He said, uh, he said, now that you belong to me, he said, everything I got yours. I mean, boy, that's really hard to submit to, isn't it? Shouldn't be. Isaiah 14, verse 12, he said, How have you fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn? You've been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I'm going to ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. You say, well, I wouldn't do anything like that. Well, anytime you act independently, thinking that you know better than God, what's the difference? Well, I know God said that, but. Well, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that as a pastor. Well, I know, Pastor, now God said that, but. But. But what? I know God put me, you know, has a, a place for me in his kingdom. That's what Lucifer was saying, but it's not good enough. I'm the exception. <laughs> I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mountain of assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I'll make myself like the most high. But here's what God said after all that boasting. He said, but you are brought down to the realm of the dead, to the depths of the pit. Remember what Jesus said? He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Boom. Amen. And all those, see, this is the reason. At the end, at the judgment, you know, some people say, well, you know, but God's just a big old meanie. He's going to send all these people to hell. No, he's not. They send themselves because what? They refuse to believe. They refuse to submit themselves unto God. So what is God going to do? Is he going to have a bunch of rebels running around in heaven? Then heaven's going to end up just like it is down here right now. But the Scripture says in heaven, in the new heaven and the new earth, there won't be anything that harms. There won't be anything, anybody that tells a lie. There won't be any envy. There won't be any, any killing or thoughts of murder. Any of that's going on. All the rebels are going to prison. Sorry, I know that's not a popular thing today. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> being, being a believer is not always popular. So my obedience revealed. So here's the thing. We don't want to ignorantly or especially purposely find ourselves in opposition to the authority of God. Now, how do we know about the authority? We've got His Word. We've got the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have a, I, if I, I'm about to do something and I get a check in my spirit by the Holy Spirit, you know what? That, that is a governing work of the Holy Spirit. He say, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't go, go there. Don't do that. Don't do, why? Because that's going to put you in a place where you're out from under the authority of God's government. And see, when we get out there, I mean, man, you're on your own. Amen. You can't, God's armor don't work when you get out from under authority. God's armor don't work for rebels. Are you listening to me? It don't work. You can't keep it on. Amen? You, you can't live rebelliously in sin and keep the, the armor of God on. How are you going to keep the breastplate of righteousness if you you say, Oh, Pastor, but I, I thought it was all of grace. It is. But how does grace work? When I'm under the authority of love. See, grace, potentially there's grace for everybody in the world that's not saved to be saved, isn't there? 
because he died for the sins of the whole world. But see, until they hear the message, believe the message, and accept the message, then grace is potentially out there, but it's not working for them. But once they say, you know what? I'm going to make Jesus Lord of my life. He's going to be my Savior. He's going to be my Lord. Then I bring myself into the place where grace and the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit can work in me, and I have submitted to the authority of God. Didn't Jesus say, he said, why will you call me Lord, Lord? But he said, you don't, you don't obey and do the things I teach. You can't have it both ways. Amen? I'm going I'm to be the only outlaw in heaven. I'm going to sneak in. No, you're not. No, you're not. I said, no, it ain't going to. No, you're not. <laughs> so the first point here I want to make, I must be under authority in order to exercise it because it's delegated authority. You and I personally have no authority of our own. Now, I know for us as Americans, that's, that's, I'm talking kingdom, okay? Now, and, and here's the thing. You know, some people will fight you. You know, they'd rather be American than, than be a uh, kingdom. Going hard here, aren't I? <laughs> but listen, listen, God's not an American. I know that's a shock, isn't it? <laughs> you know? You know, really, if we're thinking naturally like that, that's a natural way of thinking it. We think that God's like us. If, if we're thinking naturally like that, then you would think that God must be Chinese because he's made more of them than anybody else. See how silly that is? <laughs> no, God's transcended, isn't he? He, he created us all. He's transcendent. His kingdom is transcendent. Governments come and fall. You know, we, we think of our nation. And I love my nation. Don't misunderstand me. I'm a patriot. I love my nation. But I love God more. I love my nation. I do. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I pray for it. I'm, I'm thankful for all the benefits. So don't think I'm, I'm not trying to put us down. But I'm trying to put us, get us to understand we need the right, proper perspective of things, don't we? I mean, you think about it. There's kingdoms that, you know, we study about now in antiquity that lasted for a thousand years. I mean, we, we've barely been here 300. So don't get up on your high horse there. Amen. Turn to Matthew 8. I must be under authority. Authority works by faith. So I said that to say, in myself, I have no authority. My authority is delegated. It's delegated. It's delegate. All authority comes from God. So whatever authority that is exercised, it's delegated. If it's the policeman out on patrol, it's delegated. If it's the governor serving in the, the governor's house, it's delegated. All authority comes from God. So it's delegated. That means that I can't just do whatever I want to with it. Because if I abuse it, I lose it. Isn't that true? Even in a democracy or a republic like ours, if people abuse it, they lose it because we go, out you go at the voting box. Isn't that right? What a privilege we have there. So if you abuse the delegated authority, you're going to lose it real quickly. Matthew, <clears throat> let me get over there and mark. Matthew 8.
Verse 5, Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him and asked for help. He said, Lord, my servant lies at home, paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I tell this one, go, and he goes. And that one, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Boy, you can amaze Jesus, I'm telling you. You've done something. He was amazed. Notice what he says here now. He said, truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Well, the guy hadn't said a word about faith. He's talked about authority. He's talking about how authority works. He says, I, I'm a man. I, I'm under, I have a de- certain amount of delegated authority as a centurion. And so I say to this soldier, go do that. And he does it. I say to this servant, go do that. And they do it. He, all he's talking about is authority and how authority works. By what? By speaking. He's saying something. But Jesus says, this is the greatest faith I have come across. So authority and faith are, 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 are just so connected together, you can't separate them. Jesus forever connected them together. So if we want to be people of great faith, we need to, first of all, be people who understand authority. And that when I put myself under God's authority and stay under His authority, then the delegated authority I have will work greatly in my life and in the areas it's supposed to work. He taught, now listen, he didn't say, I tell, the C, I tell Caesar, do this and you do it. Did he? Why? Because he didn't have any authority. He didn't have that kind of authority over Caesar. And so here's the thing. We need to understand that in our realm, delegated authority, you know, I have a certain amount of authority and it's limited. See, for example, you know, even, even as a, a fellow believer with you and as a pastor, see, I only have a certain very limited amount of authority in your life. And that's only if, if you will allow it. But, see, I can't tell you how to live. I can't tell you what to do and all of that. that you know, that's the Lord's business. I'm going to instruct you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to give you what I have. But then it's up to you. You've got to do something with it. Amen? And You know, I, I can't pray that, you know, we pray for the harvest. We do. We pray for the lost. But, you know, I, you know, I'm not responsible to get everybody by myself to get everybody in the world saved. See, we have to understand this. Your, your, your calling, your responsibility is always uh, uh, equal to your authority. If you haven't been given the responsibility, then neither do you have the authority. And God won't give you, uh, a, you know, a responsibility without giving you the authority to do it. Where we get in trouble sometimes is we try to exceed our authority, our responsibility. Amen? You are not responsible for getting the sun up every morning. Now, I understand the sun doesn't come up. I do understand that much. But you know what I mean. I'm not responsible for that. I'm not responsible for making sure gravity works all the time. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being facetious here, but, you know, there's certain things we need to understand. 
Because, you know, especially in ministry, man, I thought, you know, I had, boy, I had to get everybody just, everybody had to be just grown up and loving everybody and doing everything just right. And I thought, boy, I wasn't doing that. Something was wrong with me. And, I, you know, I had to realize I'm not the Holy Ghost. <laughs> now, I know you've never had that problem. Now, I did it in ignorance. It wasn't pride or ego. But still, like I said, splat either way. <laughs> so we understand I have authority. This soldier understood his, his area of authority. But he also understood Jesus' area of authority. And he said, Lord, all you got to do, he said, I recognize authority when I see it because I'm under authority. I exercise a certain amount of authority. And I see you. I know you're a man of authority. And all you got to do in your authority is say the word. And he's, well, you don't even have to come to my house. And so if I'm under authority, then I can begin to exercise authority in the sphere, my world. Now, see, individually. Now, when we come together corporately as the church, as the body of Christ, then in that gathering, our authority expands some. Are you listening? Jesus said, if two of you shall agree as touching anything... There's an expansion right there of our authority in prayer, isn't there? You see, all you got to do is agreement. So when the church comes together and we begin to pray and we begin to come together under the authority of God, see, this is what hurts us so much. You, you, you know, you've got, uh, uh, you know, 50% are under authority and 50% are in rebellion. I can two walk together except... And we get frustrated because we read all these wonderful promises. We read what Jesus said. But the problem is we don't align ourselves, you know, because, you know, I've got my stuff and you've got your stuff. And I'm afraid, you know, that my stuff won't be as important as your stuff and i got to get my stuff done and all, you know, whatever it is. I got my agenda, you got your. Listen, we need to get God's. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church. He said, I want you to be of one heart one mind, and one speech. only way we can do that is if we all come under the same authority. That's, and, and the way that God governs it, by the Holy Spirit, but also it's by what? His Word. Isn't that right? His Word. That's how authority is exercised, either by words or by actions. Authority is demonstrated and it is actuated. So I have to come under authority Otherwise, what? My authority is no good. Amen? Remember the old saying, I give away my age sometimes, but, you know, growing up, some of you are laughing at me, you're older than I am. I ain't looking at nobody. <clears throat> but, you know, it, my mom used to always say, well, you know, their problem is they want the cake and eat it too. Well, you know, when it comes to authority, you, you can't just do whatever you want to and then get up and say, devil in the name of Jesus. He's just going to go get in your favorite easy chair and kick back and laugh at you. He's going to go in the kitchen and make a sandwich. Come on. <laughs> I know a sandwich. Doesn't get the same reaction as sandwich. See, because what we're we're not under we're 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 not under authority, the God's authority, 
the authority of God's Word, the leading of the Holy Spirit, walking in love. This is why I say the big thing is walk in love. If you will walk in love, just walk in love. Do the love thing. The love thing is the right thing. If somebody does you wrong, the love thing is you forgive them. You pray for them. You bless them. That's the love thing. Now, the me thing is, I'm telling you what, they ain't going to get out of that. When I'm in harmony with the authority over me, I am free to boldly exercise the authority given to me. I come under, I'm under the lordship of Jesus. I'm, I'm walking uh, in love. I'm in love. Then I'm going to tell you what, man, I'm telling you, when it comes to my life, to my household, to my family, whatever else where God may have put you, I'm going to tell you what, you can begin to exercise that authority with great confidence, with great boldness, because Jesus said, just like here, he revealed by the centurion, he said, being a man under authority, he said, I know how to exercise authority, I say, and he does it. Authority is released by faith-filled words. But see, if I'm living out from under God's authority, you say, well, how do I know? You know. Don't look at me that tone of voice. You know, you know, as soon as you're out from under the authority of the Holy Spirit, He will let you know. And then that's, that's when you just, you just, yeah, what, you say, well, what do I do? Well, don't fall down bawling, squalling and everything. Just get back under authority. Say, Lord, I got out there. I'm back. Forgive me, Lord. I'm back. Or when you get that check, then don't just don't go there. Don't say that. Don't do that. Just don't do it. The Holy Spirit's trying to help you. But you know, if you want to be stubborn and go on out there, you pay the price, and then we make up a theology. See there, uh, you know, everything that happens, everything that comes in my life, it's God's will. Well, then we might as well say it's God's will for all those in hell to be there. But my Bible says it's not God's will that any should perish. Somebody's wrong somewhere. Amen. Everything that happens in our life it doesn't, it doesn't mean that that was God's will for you. You have an enemy. And sometimes the enemy is us. <laughs> Amen. I mean, you know. <laughs> what was that old saying? We've met the enemy and it's us. <laughs> <laughs> so I use my delegated authority to begin to what? To govern myself under God. That's, that's the starting. Before God's going to trust me to help any, to govern any, anybody else in any, any way, small or greater, first got to demonstrate that I can govern myself. What Paul said over there, he said, don't set anybody in place of, of ministry or authority in the church until they first be proven. Proven what? They can govern themselves. He said, if you can't govern yourself in your own household, he said, you sure can't govern the house of God. You know, if you can't govern your, yourself and handle that $100, no use asking God for a million. Come on. 
We have to grow into that, don't we? And we have to learn to take that authority. And the first thing I do, I must govern under, under Christ. I govern myself. After I learn to use it and govern myself, I can use it to stop the illegal activities of Satan against me. Turn to Matthew 18 real quickly. Time is slipping away. Is this helping you any? Jesus, in verse 18, said, Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, if you'll back up there a little bit, he talks about forgiveness in the context and repentance in the context are you listening because he said he said if if your brother sins against you he said you know you go uh, talk to your brother and so forth and then if he won't hear you let him go to the church and won't hear so so see here's the thing a lot of times we we are binding up the the power of god and the delegated authority of god because what we want govern ourselves under the love of God. See, when I won't release you from a debt, you're bound. You're bound to that debt until you pay it back. And see, if, if I decide, okay, you know what? I'm going to tell you what. I ain't forgiving them. I ain't forgiving her. I am not going to do it. Till they get their act together, till they get things straight, till they straighten out, I am not going to do it. Whatever you bind, whatever you bind, you remember the story of the the talents when Jesus talked, you know, or talked about the different servants that owed so much, you know, and so much and so much. The master forgave the great debt, and then he went back after he'd been forgiven, and he he bound. The other servant in debtor's prison literally bound him there, kept him in the debt. What happened to that guy in the end? His debt got called in again, and he ended up worse off than he was before. See, many times we are binding people and not realizing that we are also binding ourselves because what? We won't walk in love. We won't walk in authority. I am authorized to walk in love, which means I can forgive you for anything, any number of times. Oh, yeah. I have the authority and the ability to loose you from any debt against me that may incur. And if I do, then I put myself under God's authority. He will forgive me of any debt that I may have incurred against Him. And I got news for you. Your ledger sheet before God's a lot bigger than your, your brother's ledger sheet against you. I don't care what they did to you. So we need to understand that. So we use our authority to stop the illegal activities of Satan. Here's what we do. We either bind or loose. We resist or we drive out. Because he said, whatever you bind will be bound. In verse 19, he said, whatever, if two of you agree on anything, whatever you loose will be loosed. So we use that authority to bind or loose. We know this. Peter says, submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to God. What's that? Authority. 
submit yourself to God, then resist the devil, and he will do what? Well, Pastor, I resisted the devil, but he just laughed. Well, I'd go back and check that first part. See, you holding a grudge, you won't forgive somebody, and then you're going to try to resist the devil? Like I said, he's just going to go in there and make himself a sandwich. He don't pay no attention to you. <laughs> but he said, if I will submit myself under the authority of God, the authority of love, the authority of God's Word, he said, then you can resist with that delegated authority, and he must flee from you. So, here's what we do. We bind or we loose, we resist, or we cast out. Same, same thing goes. I've got to be under authority or the authority won't work. And if, if the authority wasn't working in this area, uh, you know, I see a lot of Christians, it amazes me. If it's not working, they go and complain and tell God. God, it's not working. I know you said it, but... No, listen, if it's not working, then I want to go back and say, wait a minute. Am I submitted unto love? Am I walking in love? Is there, is there some strife somewhere? Someone I haven't forgiven? Is there something going on there? Or I've stepped out of love. I've stepped under, out of the chain of authority. That's the reason the devil won't recognize mine. Why do you think those soldiers did what the centurion said? Because he had authority that had been delegated to him from up above from Caesar, and if they didn't do what he said, there was going to be repercussions, to put it nicely. Well, the devil knows if I'm walking in authority, if I'm walking in love and authority under the authority of the Lordship of Jesus' Word, if, if he don't obey the authority, there's repercussions. Remember the seven sons of Sceva over there that tried to, said, uh, you know, tried to uh, cast out some devils in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches? See how that worked. It says the guy jumped on them, beat them up, and they, they left half naked. Why? Because they, they weren't under authority. See, this is, a, it's, this is not Christian magic. I wave the wand of the name of Jesus. No, that's, that's not how it works. We're, we're not into Christian magic and incantations. It's being, it's, 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 perfectly understandable if we will receive it. That is, we're under authority. God governs by authority. Even in His kingdom, He governs by authority. And if I'm under the authority, then I have received a degree of delegated authority for my life. If I will stay under that authority, then I can bind and loose and resist and cast out the devil. And if he decides he don't want to obey the authority, that's when the power comes. Real quickly, I've got to close this thing down. Hindrances to the operation of authority. Let me just touch on this. About five minutes or so here. Unbelief. Now, unbelief is evidenced by a failure to act. Remember in Genesis, I won't read these scriptures. You can write them down, read them later. Genesis 2.15, you remember Adam and Eve, they were over there. They were in the garden, and God had delegated them authority to keep and, and maintain and, and do everything they needed to do for the garden, didn't he? He set them in there. He gave them a certain amount of delegated authority. So when 
when the devil came in in the guise of a serpent and began to tempt them, you know, here's what happened. The, Adam didn't do one thing about it. He had the authority to tell him, get out of the garden. But he didn't. I said he didn't. And that was the beginning of his downfall. Come on. And see, that, that's unbelief is evidenced by a failure to act. If I don't act on it, it must be because you don't believe it. You don't believe God's given you authority in your life over the devil? Authority over sin? He hasn't given you authority to do that? If you don't act, then you're, what you're saying by unbelief is, you, is you, basically you are just, uh, uh, you know, refusing to acknowledge and act in the delegated authority that God's given you. Then the devil comes in and wrecks havoc, and we go crying out to God. Thank God in His mercy He helps us. But you know what? There's a better way to do it. Amen? So don't let unbelief. That's, you say, how can I tell that? Are you acting on your authority? You say, well, how do I know when it's the devil? Jesus said, he, if it steals, if it kills, if it destroys, it's the devil. If it's strife, if it's doubt, if it's fear, it's the devil. Get in the book. You can find out what, what the, the kingdom of the devil is like, the fruit of the... that. You know what? When that comes around, listen, that ain't God. God don't peddle in fear. He's love. There is no love in fear. What John tells us, perfect love casts out all fear. Secondly, disobedience, not submitting to God's authority. We see this in the Hebrews. You know, in Hebrews 3, it talked about it. It said that, that they did not enter in to the promised land, that first generation, because what? Of their unbelief. Or the, one, one translation, it's a little bit clearer, I think, says because of their, they could not be persuaded to act. Amen? They, they couldn't be persuaded to act. God had told them, he said, listen, he said, he said, I am authorizing you to go in and possess that land. He said, that is my will for you. That, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to be with you. As you go in, as you exercise your authority there, he said, I'm going to be with you. He said, no man will be able to stand before you. But they could not be persuaded to act on it. So they all died in the wilderness. Well, that wasn't God's best for them. God doesn't want you dying in the wilderness. God doesn't want you roaming around your Christian life, living your whole Christian life in the wilderness. He wants you to be over there, where, you know, uh, the land of milk and honey is what God's got for you. That's not heaven, that's now. I said, that's now. He wants you living your life in the land of milk and honey. He wants you under, under uh, His authority, allowing Him to work through you and through the authority He's given to you and you and you and me and you and you and you and working that out together. And you know what we do? By that, we begin to what cause His kingdom to come and His will to be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And then, of course, the, the last one I say because it's so obvious, sin. Sin is rebellion against the government of God. It's independent action. The only truly independent person in creation is God. Everybody else owes their existence to Him. 
whether it's angels, principalities, powers, humans, it don't matter. They, they all, they are, that's why he is the only one. He has all authority. He is the only independent one that can decide this is how it's going to be. Then we choose whether we're going to submit to the authority or we're going to rebel against the authority. But if you rebel against it, the wages of sin is what? So if that's what you want, yes, in that sense, you can do that. Not very smart. So let me give you some action points here. I've got to stop. First, under whose authority are you living? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I am just Mr. Independent. I'm off the grid. <laughs> ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. <laughs> well, you may be off the grid as when it comes to society, but when it comes to God, you're not off the grid because he owns the grid. On the grid, off the grid, he owns it all. <laughs> So under whose authority are you living? Under the Lordship of Jesus is what we call salvation. We, we, we make the decision, you know what? I'm not going to live independent anymore. I'm, I'm going to come under the Lordship of Jesus. I'm coming under the salvation that God offers. And see, you can't come under the salvation without coming under the authority. Can't have your cake and eat it too. Understand the linkage of being under authority to exercise authority. My authority as a, as a human being and, a, and as a Christian in particular is delegated authority that comes from God. And as long as I'm under the authority of love, the authority of God's Word, His government, His kingdom, then that authority that's delegated to me will enable me to resist, to bind, to loose, and to cast out the devil every time. And then finally, be sure that there are no hindrances before you act upon your delegated authority. She said, you get ready to give your offering? He said, you realize there's something between you and your brother? He said, stop. He said, first, go and reconcile with your brother or sister. Reconcile with them. You have the authority. You are authorized to be an ambassador of reconciliation. You're never authorized to hold a grudge. You're never authorized in this particular unique situation. I do not have to forgive. You're not authorized for that. You're only authorized to forgive. You're only authorized to walk in love. You're only authorized, you know, as long as I'm under God's authority. Amen? All right. Hallelujah. Well, let me pray for you. Pray with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, help us to understand the liberty that there is by being under the authority of love. Oh, it's great liberty. In your kingdom there's great liberty when we submit to your authority to your lordship to your government in our lives there's love there and that place is love is joy is peace 
His mercy, His goodness, His blessing is overflowing in our life, Lord. That is the place of safety and security and blessing. Thank you, Father. Lord, we decide right now, Lord, we're going we're gonna to walk under the authority of love, under the authority of the kingdom of love. We're going to walk under the authority of your word. We're going to listen to the leading and the promptings of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of love, the spirit of God. Father, we're going to keep ourselves in the love of God by keeping ourselves under your authority. Oh, Father, I thank you. It's a good place. It's a place where we experience your goodness, your gentleness, your, your mercy. Oh, it's so good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, I want to read you something here. Then a couple of announcements, and I'll be through. <clears throat> you know, there's a psalm that we're very, very familiar with, Psalm 23. And it's a beautiful picture here of being under authority. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack for nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Authority of the shepherd. He leads me but quiet, beside quiet waters under the authority of the shepherd. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along right paths for his name's sake. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil because you're with me. Your rod and your staff. He didn't say they beat me, they comfort me. The rod and the staff are meant for the enemies. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Wow. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Boy, who don't want some of this? Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house, the presence, under the governing authority of love forever. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, let me give you a couple of announcements and then uh, we'll move on. Uh, along in conjunction with, uh, with Echo, Passion Church is going to provide Thanksgiving dinner boxes for families in need again this year. There's a list of items needed in the foyer. We've, we've got the turkeys and everything that's, that's already supplied. I believe we're going to be doing for 50 families, some in this church, some, some others that are in need. So if you want to get a, a list of things or if you want to just make, uh, you know, a donation that we can go and purchase because what we'll do is we'll, you know, we'll add in to the turkey all the things, you know, that we all like to eat at Thanksgiving with it. Amen. And, you know, I want to tell you something, church. There's a tremendous blessing when we give to those in need expecting nothing in return. I don't have time to get into that. <laughs> Amen. Also, tomorrow night, our monthly prayer service is the first Monday of the month, and it happens to be tomorrow night at 7 o'clock right here. We're going to come as those under authority, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and we're going to exercise a corporate authority. Somebody says, why do, why do we have to come together? Because when we come together and pray, there's a greater authority that, that can do more than just me as your pastor praying by myself in my prayer closet. 
Are you praying by yours? That's important. That has its place. But when we come together corporately, 7 o'clock, okay? And then don't forget there's a time change next weekend. Okay, so maybe put that on your Google calendar there on your phone or something. That's what I have to do. It pops up and reminds me. Otherwise, something happens. I forget. All right. Well, that's it for me. Are you you coming to do something, right? That's what I was told. Anyway. Good morning, everybody. Um, Pastor and Cindy. give you shepherds um, after my own heart and will lead you with knowledge that will leave you with that will lead you with knowledge and understanding and God has certainly given us that type in a pastor and at this time we're going to take a few moments to um, bring let y'all bring y'all offerings and y'all words of encouragement to our wonderful pastors that we have here and we're going to start off with the children ministry this is a practice ministry and it says on the thir this 31st day of October 2021 we as the children and youth ministry of Passion Church Montgomery Alabama would like to honor our man and woman after God's own heart Pastor Norris and Cindy Braswell for being servants of the Lord serving and loving us unconditionally love love the children and youth ministry of Passion Church Montgomery Alabama Uh, and at this time, since service is over with, y'all can come up and bring y'all offerings. Um, if you want to, we can start over here. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.